The current spoiler warning level is, Sunset. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Sunset. We're talking about a machine and many variants from Mobile Suit Gundam 0079, the original, and then various machines from MSV and, you know, Blue Destiny and a whole bunch of, of minor spin-off things. Uh, and then we have to give you a spoiler warning as we're about to talk about some machines from Build Fighters that are relevant and then also Build Fighters Try. But then we also have a segment where we discuss a, a listener question. Um, and so the timestamp for that is one hour, two minutes and four seconds. So if you want to skip to that time and listen to the listener question, um, that should be past all the spoilers and you'll be good to go. Please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to another episode of Mechanista NG. I'm looking at this listener request list of 32 items, and I'm I'm ready to engage. Yay! Same. Don't you accept, Mark. I'm always ready to talk about robots, and I'm Dylan. Actually, it's 33 lists, 33 items, I guess, because the VF1 Valkyrie is still on here because we still have right, responsibilities. Right, right. We do we have responsibilities. I'm so sorry, whoever requested <laughs> that. I'm so sorry. Uh. But it's time to roll. Time to I feel like the, the, the Valkyrie needs to get a bit more respect than the Godmars, though, even though I haven't seen Godmars. <laughs> Valkyrie deserves more respect because it ruined everyone's perception of transforming Mecha for so long because Shoji Kawamori did it. <laughs> just did it. It's just, it, it works. Okay, second half. I gotta pick up the. Oh, D12. hell yeah. I don't get to use a D12 very often. The, the fucked up half, uh, from what I That's know. Definitely true. <laughs> Oh, wow. We really threaded the needle on fucked up shit. Oh, like, what did we get? We picked, what did we get? We picked one in the middle of a stretch of real wackos. Uh, we got the Gyan. The Gyan. Oh, yay. Right. That's a thing that exists. And I like it, but <laughs> what a weird suit to talk about. And we haven't yet. Okay. Uh, so the Gyan would be, uh, MS, is it 15? Oh, yes. YMS-15, right? Because it's an experimental. It never got into mass production. And so it's just YMS-15 because, okay, that's my bad. But MS-15, basically. I mean, I would have let you have it. Yeah. I mean, fine. yeah. It, well, it's just the same way that technically Shars Gelgoog is YMS-14, but all other Gelgoogs are MS-14. And it doesn't really matter because they're all Gelgoogs. But anyway, the Gan. Uh, this is everyone's favorite little knight friend. Or they hate it. Uh... Famously excised from the movies. Uh, so this is a mobile suit fielded by Xeon during the One Year War. Its focus is on being a melee suit as opposed to being a useful suit. Um, and it focuses also on like weird hit and run kind of like... Not even like hit and run. I don't even know how to call the combat because it has mines. Like it's like weird... It, this thing is weird, and I can see why people don't like it and why it gets cut out of things a lot, is what I will say. I, I feel like it makes me think of the, um, there's, okay, you've, you've, 
Are, are you reading along for Three Kingdoms with with Romance of the Two Networks, or are you just listening? Uh, I just listen through it when I have listened okay. through it. Though, well, I've done it twice now. I do have the thing. I actually want to read it now because I have the Moss Roberts. E- either way, I mentioned it on the show. There's a there's a there's a thing that comes up in Romance of the Three Kingdoms. People talk about a technique called the trailing sword. <laughs> yes, yes, I know about this. The the it trailing is... sword, the technique that no one actually knows. No one actually knows what it is, as far as I can tell. I've looked into it numerous times. Um, but basically, it is a way of, like, w- running away and getting your opponent to follow you and then suddenly springing the fight on again on them again with an advantage. Um, and that kind of feels like what the Gyan is built for. Look forward to Kong Ming Gyan in, in SD. That is not actually, I don't know if that's actually an SD thing. I wish it was now, though, because of this. I mean, Kong Ming wouldn't do that because just uh, Trailing Sword is a technique you do yourself as a fighter, and Kong Ming, of course, would never stop. Oh, him right. Does he, he just. never man the fuck up. So, wait. Who uses the Trailing Sword then? Um, I know, like, I'm does pretty it, sure... Does he actually name, like, people that use it, or does he just teach it to people and it's his tactic? Oh, he doesn't. He's barely involved with trailing sword. Oh, um, okay. Sorry. It, it's sort of a, it's sort of an honored like it's 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 a it's a not honored. What's that? It's a, it's a tried and true technique of a lot of like special duelists. I I don't. I it's hard for me to name specific names. Right. That's it fair. Sort of that's fair. In my mind. I, but I feel like I feel like uh, Zhao Zilong or Guan Yu or Lu Bu. I'll make use of it. Okay. So yeah, the thing is, the re- the time I remember specifically coming up is one of the times where you were complaining about Kong being bullshit. So my brain. Mm was assuming that, oh, this is this is clearly a technique Kong Ming has done. Uh, which I guess makes sense that he didn't because he, he is normally just the strategist out on the field with his fan. Uh, mm-hmm. But, um, which is, of course, a weapon in Dynasty Warriors, but anyway. Because, sure. <laughs> yeah, specifically what you do, I mean, the, the parts of it we do know is you are engaged in a one-on-one fight with someone. You are, usually usually it's a stalemate, not necessarily losing, right? But you're not winning. And then you start to run away, and then when they pursue you, you re-engage the fight in a way that's very advantageous to you. Right. So, yeah, that's kind of is what the Gan does, because all it... So, the Gan... All right, let's start with the design. Uh, the head looks like a... It almost looks like a fancy chess piece. Like, I, I joke about how a lot of armor in Dark Souls is just a Gan head, like the Ruin Sentinels. My brain just goes, oh, those are just Gans in uh, mm-hmm. Dark Souls 2, especially because they have a shield that has a bunch of little bumps on it. Um, that's just big and round. Uh, but so you've got like a head that almost looks like it would be like a chess piece head, but with like a little like cut into the front of it, like a plus shaped cut where the mono eye sits uh, and is able to like, you know, go up, down, left, right. Um, it's got like a silly little point on the top of the head. Uh, the um, the torso is kind of like a. Uh, Kind of like almost like a Xiong-like torso, right? Because like, or even, I guess even the Gelgoog, where you've got like the sort of like downward thruster slash vent thing going on, mm-hmm. like on the front part of it. And it has like a divided like torso section where you've got like these two big upper plates, whereas, and then you've got like the expo, like the stomach and stuff where you've got like the cockpit hatch. Um, and so all it that. makes it look like it's got like a sort of a, a dark blue vest over top of a, like a light blue body. Yeah. Um, the arms are really weird because this does not have like pauldrons really. It just has these gigantic like ball shoulders that are plugged into the torso, which is kind of weird for Gundam because usually in Gundam you mm-hmm. always get like pauldrons or something. 
but no, this just has a big ball. Uh, very simple arms, like they're they're just you know arms that end in manipulators. Uh, you got chunky hands in the art because it's Okawara art. Um, for the waist, you've got this sort of like fused skirt. Uh, you can see there are like lines, and it does have like a big open part in the front. Um, so like it actually looks like it's designed to be movable, unlike a lot of skirts in this time period. Just because mm -hmm. it's got like the little front skirts that are movable, it looks like, as well as uh, like a big clear area in front of the legs. Um, with a simple waist, uh, the legs, nothing really going on with the thighs, but you've got these kind of big knee pieces with these circular uh, little like armor plates on them. Um, I, I like these big knees that it has. Um, feet are kind of they're they're very Xeon feet, right? Like it's got like the bell bottom style bottom of the leg going on though i think it goes a little further than a lot of suits like not quite like a dom leg and it's obviously not nearly as thick but it does have like a very flared bottom to the pants on this suit if we're looking at it as like clothes uh, and then you've got these like weird multi-section toes like the feet are just like you know like a square section with a square section with a square section going forward which are a little weird looking honestly i mean it, it is extremely like night um like like plate armor uh sh like feet that's how they look yeah so yeah for sure um and yeah this is a machine used by our good friend makuve uh and uh, okay he's no one's friend actually i can't even do my usual way of referring to people as friends because no he sucks um this it's it's a very odd suit it's got like so, so in terms of like what this suit actually does, oh, and should know it does have a backpack. It's just like two sets of thrusters uh, on the back. Uh, it, it looks like a jetpack, basically. Very, very simple. Like it looks very similar to the uh, the one that the gun tank has, or the gun yeah, cannon. or the gun cannon. Yeah, same, uh, same thing. Kind of like just like these two like big silos with like holes at the bottom. Mm -hmm. Um. And yeah, uh, famously, this sh this suit does not show up in the film, uh, and I'll, I I don't think it was like unpopular, but it's not like something that people cared about in the same way. Uh, and the whole backstory with the suit is it's like the competitor to the Gelgu, right? Which is very mm -hmm. funny to think about because the combat roles could not be more different. Uh, you know, the Gan the Gan's weapons we should go over. It has a very big beam saber that is designed more like kind of like you know like an actual like sword like mm -hmm. kind of like a I, I wouldn't say it's really a rapier in design is it eh. i would say more like an epee yeah it's it's a stabby sword it is designed to be a stabby sword like mm -hmm. that, like a thrusting blade um and yeah it has a very it has like a very thick beam on it this is like a consistency throughout the years they've always given it a very thick beam um then it also has its big missile shield, which of course is a shield, but also has 60 needle missiles on the outer part of the shield. Uh, you can see like the little holes for them. They're just small missiles that it can fire, uh, which don't seem very good. No, I mean, they, they seem to uh, hit with about the force of a Vulcan, really. Yeah, they're very small missiles, the thing, too. Like, you would think given their shape and like like how small they are that maybe they can have like a piercing thing going on with them but no they tend to be kind of useless mm -hmm. and then you've got the larger bombs in the shield uh which come out of the big holes which are the hide bombs uh these are mines that just can float freely until something bumps into them in which they explode then and it has 25 of these uh 
And the, I like the way, like, if you look at, like, the Master Grade art, because the Master Grade for this, even though it came out in, like, the, like, right on the cusp of the 2.0 Master Grade era, so it's a pretty good Master Grade, um, mm-hmm. it is old enough that it has, like, those old-fashioned, like, Master Grade illustrations with all the cutaways, and I really love how, like, the shield, the way the hide bombs are, like, distributed, they have, like, this swirling kind of, like, the way that they're loaded in there. Mm-hmm. And in between, like, cool. the swirly sections, you've got, like, just two bombs on each section, because they were like, how the fuck do we put 25 of these in here, is what I think they were thinking. Be- yeah. Because it's like, okay, enough books have come out that it says that this has 25, and that just became the accepted number, because that's, I I am 90% sure that's how a lot of things work for Gundam, is if you're lucky enough to be the first person making a reference book... And something is not given a number, and you slap a number on it that you have won, and you're allowed to use that now, uh, is at least, like, the impression I get, uh, just having gone over stuff. Just uh, making life miserable for the fucking, the gunpla creators to come, who are just like, oh, fuck, you said it has 60 of these? Why? Um, <laughs> now, I do like this Master Grade a lot, because uh, the actual figure does have this. You can see the hide bombs all in there. Mm-hmm. And then you have the needle missiles all around the uh, the edge of the shield. So that's pretty fun. Uh, but yeah. So, yeah, the hide bombs are basically like little round mines. They pop out, and when they pop out, they then like extend their little sensors in all directions, I imagine. It's kind of how they go. Because uh, they, they, like, they look like actual mines, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh... And I mean, they do what mines do. You touch them and they explode. And they can, they are pretty big explosives, right? Like, they, they do damage the Gundam. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, like, Mikuve M- does actually, like, manage to, uh, you know, like, corner the Gundam with this machine. It's not like it's, like, got, it, get, it gets a bad outing. It's just for the specific trap duel that it, the Gundam gets caught in with this, it works. But... I think that that doesn't actually say much about it being like a, like a mass production machine that doesn't know. Yeah. I mean, it is a machine that it, it is, is given like the absolute optimal fight and has a good showing, but loses, yeah. um, which is just not, yeah. like, and then in any other context, it's going to be a failure. Yeah. Um, so, uh, okay. Variants. This is where we get a little weird. <laughs> I mean, first of all, just for fun, we can note that, like, one of the one of the, the biggest jokes you can make about the Gyan is to take it seriously, which is what a lot of the variants are. Well, also, yes. in Giren's Greed, you get Ace Customs for a lot of, a lot you get for Char, Rambaral, and Anavel Gato, uh, yes. Ace Custom Gyans. If you specifically funny. mass-produce the Gyan, this is a choice given to you, by the way. Right, right. So you are you are Garen Zabi or Kaecilia or whoever you chose to play as during the one year war leading your faction of Zeon. And later on in the war, like when you get to the point of producing Gelgoogs, you'll have like the Gelgoog like both the YMS prototypes, and you're like, Okay, which of these do we want to mass produce? And whatever one you mass produce, here's the thing. We had a Gelgoog episode, and we went over a lot of Gelgoog variants, right? Uh-huh. Uh so, because of the balance of these games, they needed to make variants that were analogous for both sides. So, they had to make a mass production GAN, a high mobility GAN, a GAN Marine, a GAN Kai, the GAN Krieger, which is the Jaeger counterpart. Here, but, like... Which is very who, funny. It's very funny. I, I don't, like... 
I don't think they needed to do it for balance. I think they chose to do it for balance because if you pick the Gan, you know you're picking to lose. You're like, okay. you're like, no, this is war is going too well. I need to. <laughs> I won't say that. I won't say that you're choosing to lose. Uh, you're handicapping yourself. Let's put it that way. You are definitely you are setting yourself back by intentionally picking the design that everyone knows is worse suited for the job. Yeah, it's not good. So, well, well, okay. <clears throat> so, how how do we want to approach this? Uh, we could probably skip two of these. <clears throat> actually, three of these, right? Because like, one, I think we already got the Gabaldi, right? Oh, uh, we're. I mean, we're not going into develop two mostly. Yeah, we're going to focus on are... variants, is what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. So, first one of note because it's first on the wiki, and I think it's funny to mention. Gundam Network Operation uh, 2 specifically, I know what one this is from because I have the images of it saved, uh, was like a weird sort of play-by-email like Gundam game that they had that had like a 3D front. Like it was, you know, it was like a game from like the mid to late 2000s. Um, when I say play-by-email, like it's like you choose a strategy and then you leave the game on in the background and you wait for your opponent to do so. Like it's not meant to be like a fast game. It's meant to be like this like sort of like strategy game that's like, it's not really play by mail in the way that I think of those kind of games, but you know what I mean, right? It's not a, sure. it's not an active game. It's like a thing where the battles take place over a long period. Um, there's an exam gan that they give to Nimbus, I guess, in that game, which is really weird. If you do a what if scenario where Nimbus uh, succeeds in arresting the scientist behind the exam system and retrieves him, he gets a gan that has the exam system, which. They illustrate by just making the whole plus sign on the face red. <laughs> it's real dumb. Anyway, not giving that any more talk than it needs to. Mass production Gian, though. So this is the MS-15A from Giren's Ambition slash Giren's Greed. Uh, so this is just a Gian, but what they did is they made the little pointy bit on top of the head shorter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, different colors. But... And it, it, Yeah, it's all gray. It's like grayscale. But... I, I like this suit just because it's very silly. Uh, so when you when you so here's what you're choosing when you choose the Gan in that game. You are choosing a gamble because the way the order of operations in combat in Giren's Greed is you do your range stuff first and then you follow it up with melee. The Gans don't do very good range damage at all, but their melee damage is actually really high. So what actually does end up happening a lot is if you can make, like, your Gans survive, they can actually do some, like, fucked up damage, right? Okay. But it is playing the game on hard mode to do that, because the Gelgoogs just shoot, and they have big guns that do big damage. Mm -hmm. As opposed to the Needle Missiles, which are uh, slightly better than Vulcans in those games, from what I can remember. Um, Sounds about right. No armament changes on the mass production type. Then we have the high mobility type, and I don't know what this art is that they use here. That is not the high mobility type in the artwork on the wiki, by the way, there. Because you can see the artwork in the video game and stuff in the gallery there. Uh, and it is not that. So I don't know what's happening on the main art on uh, the MS-15B yeah, high mobility type article. So for the purposes oh. of what we're talking about, uh, I'm talking about the video game units that I know. Uh, so, there's high-mobility Gelgooks for the Black Tri-Stars, for Elliot Rem, for Gabby Hazard, for Masaya Nakagawa, for Johnny Raiden, uh, and for Shin Matsunaga. 
Uh, so they all get custom ones along with a generic one, which is kind of similar in colors to the Shin one, because uh, it's just, like, gray. Um, I love this machine, though, because it gets some upgrades. So it gets a different shield design. Uh, it has a 56 needle missile shield, which isn't all that great. Uh, but it, it looks a lot. It lo it's mounted like like it doesn't quite cover the hand. It's 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 you know noticeably smaller, but still mounted on the on the forearm like that. Mm -hmm. What it actually gets is uh, so you can either get like that needle missile shield. Or, actually, the one that they have in that art there, I believe, is the rocket launcher shield, which uh, has the four-tube rocket launcher, yeah, which with each tube near the shield's edge. Cause you can that see sounds the... useful. Yep, it's actually a rocket launcher, and so and it's smaller than the Gan shield, but it's rockets! Uh, and then, of course, the most significant one, apparently also some of these have Vulcans. I don't remember the Vulcans ever coming up in those games, though. They don't. I don't think they come up in the game, so this might be... One of the card games gave them Vulcans or something weird. Uh, the most significant upgrade, instead of having a rapier or like a epee, it has a lance. It has a beam lance, and I fucking love these things. It's really cool. Because it's just like, okay, what if we just focused it on being fast and then doing big stabs with a big beam weapon, like an incredibly thick beam weapon? It's so good. Um, Seems it's it looks really sick. I just like, honestly, I like these. Like I like the video game version than the fake art that they have featured, which I assume is like some like. It looks like a garage kid art or something. Yeah, it's a, it's it must be something like that, and it's like it's just overdone and too many colors. No, I, I I like I like honestly I like the card game art the best. Yeah, the it's card great. game is yeah the card game does like some stylization while still doing the game designs like you've got like the extra thrusters on the shoulders i like the face because like instead of just having like a cut in the middle of the face it has like a star almost around like the uh little knight cut which mm -hmm. uh which i think looks cool uh just looks very knightly in a cool way uh you've got like these flared wrists so that the um it, it almost has like kind of like a gauntlet look going on uh they lean in on like the way the knees and like stuff look like so they look even more knightly it's just fun it's a good design that's cool um next we have the gan cannon let's let's solve the gan's only problem uh yes by giving it solid cannons wait <laughs> wait, wait i feel like we went astray somewhere <laughs> oh no sorry not astray wrong word oh no oh no <laughs> yeah the gan cannon is not good it is actually like not a very good variant it's just it's like, well, we have to give you something with a gun, and also there's a Gelgu cannon. So it's a Gan with a two-barrel 180 millimeter cannon on the backpack. Uh, well, two of them, I should say, two cannons. Uh, and then uh, it has a three-tube missile launcher on the wrist, which looks to be the same design as like the Gelgu uh, cannons. So it's just mm -hmm. like you know, little, and it wears. It, it actually can wear them on both wrists. Um. So it kind of has, like, more explosives going on, but yeah. It does mention a Vulcan gun here, but in-game... I'm trying to see if it has little head ticks. I don't think it had that in-game. I think if you look at the one card art, they added that, but those are not actually, like, in the normal game proper. Um, but they added, like, little I'm, head I'm Vulcans. fine with them. I, you know, listen, the cards the cards are valid. I appreciate card revisions. That's fair. Whatever. Um... Yeah, the I game like cannon, the shoulders on this. I do like, uh, so the, with the design changes, this one's actually a bit more similar to the original Gian, I should note. 
Uh, it's just like a recolored original Gan, though it does add pauldrons, which is kind of like the major addition. And mm -hmm. I do like these shoulders actually quite a bit. They're very buggy looking. Yeah, they look like, they kind of remind me of like an armadillo shell. Yeah. And for me, well, armadillo bug, like a pill bug or something, yeah. So, sure, sure. Same thing. Um, same, same thing in terms of appearance, so yeah. Those things eat the roots of plants. If you see them in your garden, you should get rid of them. No, they're friends. I love them. They'll destroy your garden. Sometimes you just need to feast upon roots and tubers. It's fine. If you do that to my garden, I'll kill you, Dylan. Oh, okay. I'll make sure not to then. Leave my fucking roots alone. <laughs> but I need the roots and tubers. I don't know what I'm on about. Don't listen to me. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what just happened. I was just possessed would, by a fucking I would, actual you know, listen, bug. Dylan, I don't understand how this scenario would come about, but if you came to my house and you were like, I need roots and tubers, I would roll my eyes and let you have my garden. Yay. <laughs> See, I thought you would just assume I was like, uh, like I don't know, like a fucking pod person or something from uh, that one movie. Where well, they do a the pod screaming. person would try to act normal. <laughs> where they do the screaming. What is that movie called? Body Snatchers, right. That's what it is. I, I've never seen the movie. I just know that they scream. And it's a very... Yeah, they, they, they endeavor to act normal. That's a large part of the... the well, then the, they should the have pointed at people and scream. That seems like a very easy way to give yourself away. It's It's complicated. Listen. <laughs> anyway the gan cannon uh everyone uh i i do like the color scheme as well it's like this like kind of like brown and green color scheme that looks kind of neat um mm -hmm. I, I i do like this design i i make fun of it because it is like the most useless out of all of them it it definitely doesn't highlight the strengths of the gan but you yeah know. well that's why like the high mobility and like some of the other variants we'll talk about are actually pretty good is because they just kind of go all in on the gamble, whereas this is like half-assing the gamble. You now mm -hmm. have slightly in terms of game balance, uh, you have weaker beam sabers, even though they're still strong, on a unit that you're not even going to be putting into melee combat anyway because they're going to be doing long-range assaults. Yeah, though if you do close in on the Gion Cannon and you're like, haha, my gym now has the advantage in close combat, you're going to have a bad surprise. Yeah, the problem is, by the time you're fielding <laughs> Gion Cannons, that's when the computer is cheated and they're going to be fielding like, here's a Gym Sniper 2 and then a Heavy Gundam and then like a, a Heavy Gundam again. And you're like, what the fuck? That's not that right. That sounds like a problem. That sounds, that sounds unfair. Yeah, it's it's quite rude. The game. Here's the thing. The game never wants you to get too much of an advantage is the thing. So when you hit the end, it's just like, oh, time to fuck you up. It's so rude. Anyway, uh, next would be, well, there's a Gelgug Marine, so there's also a Gan Marine. Um, this one still uses, like, the Lance, which I think is good. And it does have some elements that are pretty neat, because it's trying to copy, like, elements that are on the Gelgug Cannon versus the Gelgug. So, like, it kind of, like, smooths out some things. Like, the head has a slightly different design, like, the face has like kind of an indent around the chin and the card art is how they do that mm -hmm. um the shoulders have like additional little sections they're not they're still not very pauldrony but they're 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 not bad uh the the gan marine though it again it's not like it's not as advanced looking as like the high mobility gan which is kind of an interesting thing with the high mobility gan because the high mobility gelgook does not really change appearance other than the backpack from like the gelgook um but this adds like propellant tanks because the Gan or the Gelgug Marine has propellant tanks, and it adds like you know more detail on the armor and stuff in a way that I think is kind of neat. Um, yeah, I mean you got a you got an option of the rocket launcher shield or a machine cannon shield, and also it's it's like it's got extended operation time from those propellant tanks. It's lighter and it's cheaper to make than the actual Gan. So it's like it's like of course it's not as as 
cool of a machine as the high mobility because it's the it's the cheap yeah, one. Yeah, and you're making this as a mass production machine. This when you when you field a high mobility GAN, that is an ace machine. It only comes in stacks of one. This comes in stacks of three, mm-hmm. which is good. Um, there's also a command type, which it, only one is used. It is, or no, there are two command types. There is a mass production command type version. Uh, because just like how there's a mass production Gilgu command type, which is feels like a, I guess I shouldn't say mass production, standard production. Uh, but of course, there's also a Shima color one. Sure. Which yeah. I think is fun. I actually like the Shima colored one. Uh, I will say the command of the the Gelgu command, like or sorry, Gelgu Marine command, changes a decent bit more than the Gan Marine co- command because the main thing is. The the primary change is if you look at the head, it has head Vulcans, mm, and that's I really see. it. <laughs> like it has different stats in game, but like it doesn't actually change the design very much, which is a little sad. But it has head yeah, Vulcans. You know. It's cool. I like it. Yeah, and I like the, I I always like seeing uh, Shima Shima's colors, like the purple and the brown. It's like a very weird color scheme, but I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and plus the card art looks sick. So, uh, so this is a video game one. This is unrelated to the prior one. So, but I'll I'll just talk about it because it's next in the order. The Gankai, or Gan Custom, from SD Gundam G Generation. Uh, this is a weird one because this is like a. <sighs> so this is a double Zeta era Gan. Which you might be saying, wait, the Arjarge is a thing. That's part of this thing's backstory. This is a competitor to the Beiwu, uh, but it's not as versatile as the Beiwu. So it gets passed over for mass production, but later on, uh, it's, it, 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 it is said to be related to the Arjarja, but it's actual, like, more, more developmentally related to the Gazelle and the Gazar. And sure. Okay. What this has is nothing like any of those designs, because this design's wacky. So you've got this really complex head. I love, like, the little tubes on the face that it has. And, like, the red visor is really cool. Um, It has, like, the Gan-style horn, but it's done more like a proper antenna. Because it has, like, a little back antenna coming off of it, and I like the way that looks. Mm-hmm. Um, I love, the uh, speaking of additions on this, the shoulders. So you've got, like, the round ball shoulders, and at the bottom of them, it has just these two big shoulder, like, pauldrons attached on the side binders almost they're they're almost binders like the way that they're attached they just look really cool um the waist you've got a fancier waist on this than like the gan and you've got like similar like the armored leggings uh they have like the feet that look like armor um this is a cool design uh it's also a very weird design because here's the thing so it has a shield of needle missiles that suck because even though it's this era it still only has needle missile shields and then it has the most ridiculous sword in Gundam. Well, not the most ridiculous. A very ridiculous one. Because the way that this works... So you can see it when it's turned off there in the art. Uh-huh. It has these two little side, like, edges at the bottom of, like, the quote-unquote blade area, right? right? If you look at the game's MSV art, what it does is those two little wings pop down and blast a blast like a saber upward through the middle while it's also blasting like energy out of the middle of it. Oh, that's cool looking. Yeah, so it like leafs out basically and then like has this huge beam blade go around like a central like main, you know, point. 
it looks really cool. It's just a very weird weapon. And they mentioned, uh, oh yeah, they didn't build this because it's not versatile. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't do shit. It does the beam saber shit, and it has needle missiles, and that's it. <laughs> Someone at Xeon really wants to make a knight. <laughs> and just a yeah, knight. and they they put a lot of development into this, and then realized they didn't give it any fucking weapons. <laughs> yeah. Um. Now this is a retroactive thing, I think. But it does mention a relation to the next thing on our unit uh, units, which are the uh, MS-15 KG Gan Krieger, also known as the one of these that actually got a model. This has a high grade, and I have it, and it fucking rules. Um, so the Gan Krieger is the counterpart of the Gelgu Jaeger, and since it's based on a 0080 design, you've got a lot of things going on that are based on stuff from War in the Pocket, right? So... If you look at the design, you've got uh, the sh- the head is fancy again. They fancied it in a different way, even though it's very similar to like the high mobility types. Uh, with the chest, it does like the red cockpit hatch that like you know the Zaku Kai and stuff do in that show. Um, like it it kind of designs like the cockpit hatch to look a bit more similar to like the 0080 types. Uh-huh. Um, add some vents to the chest area, like like more standard looking vents. Uh, with the shoulders, you've got these big thrustery shoulders, uh, which uh, nice design on them. Uh, you've also got uh, for the waist, uh, you've got like more proper skirts, I should say. But like you know, the side skirts can pop up. The rear skirt is like a single piece that can pop up a little. And then the front skirts can move. Uh, the legs have been designed a bit more fancily again. Uh, I love the way they have like the little like knee area like the way the armor builds around the little ball on the knee uh Mm. then it has thrusters on the back of the legs uh then it has like a very fancy backpack uh that has propellant tanks on it because it's 0080 and 0080 has propellant tanks so we should make sure we put propellant tanks on it um for armaments it still is using that beam lance because they were like fuck this is a cool weapon and we're just gonna give it to almost every variant um It also has a weird shield. So it has a shield that's pretty good because it does have a grenade launcher on it, a 4-2-1, which isn't all that great, like, on the front of it. Uh Uh, It's also a shield that is designed, like, more with, like, an up and down instead of being, like, circular or, like, symmetrical, which is weird. It also has a double beam gun on the bottom of the shield, though I believe some games, uh, such as Garen's Ambition, do make this into rockets instead, because if it could actually have, like, a double beam gun to fire, that would be really cool, and it doesn't do that in-game. Hmm, okay. Uh, but it, it, the wiki noted it, so I'm sure that it comes up somewhere, maybe even in the model manual. Actually, probably not, because this is AP Bandai, so the, mod- the manual probably has, like, no information. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, no, this is a cool one, though. This is, like... And like the Gelgug Jaeger, this is kind of seen as, like, even though, like, the Marine and stuff technically came later for, like, the Gelgug in terms of, like, production and all that, uh, the Gan here is seen as kind of, the Gan Krieger is kind of seen as, like, oh, this is the ultimate Gan. Yeah, uh, I really like, I mean, it has a lot more, it's really interesting to take the original Gan, which is very much, like, it is, it is so under detailed it's just like what if a knight was also a robot um and then this like you see like there are the vents and verniers all over this thing it has the two cameras on the back of the backpack like two big cameras Mm. um i know it it looks really cool and really detailed and also like 
it's interesting to see it feels like the original Gan was created by someone who in universe had this this dream of like the you know like the knight of Zeon and against all odds in this alternate reality their idea got accepted and was developed and they're like finally we've turned it into a really sick machine and the uh, the creator's like no you've missed my whole artistic point yep <laughs> it's so good though i like the curie really girl sick. a lot um I, I i i have this like i said i have this model and it rules uh it has a lance which i love pull arms i think they're cool even if they're made out of beams because here's the thing about beam weapons beam sabers are boring but beam lances are really cool <laughs> also i mean hey you know it's not glamorous but guess what wins wars spears not swords that is true that is true um it's just really cool. It's just a good design. And I really like, it feels very much like how Izubuchi did like the designs for like the Xeon suits in 0080. That's kind of the thing I like about the variants is when they try to like hearken to whatever they come from in terms of like the way the design is. And like, just like how 0080 War in the Pocket has a lot of really good designs. So does this. <laughs> so is this, I should say. Yeah. Um, this is good. Uh, there are still some other variants of the Gan though. Uh, that are weird to talk about. Uh, before I forget, because I just realized it's not, like, listed anywhere here, uh, but it has a model kit and such, if I'm remembering right. Let me see, actually. Does it? There's a there's the Makuve version of this, and I'm not seeing it in the variants, so my brain's like, wait a minute. There's a Makuve version of the Krieger? No, of the Gan, just the regular Gan. And I was like, oh, wait, I forgot to bring that up earlier. So I was like, I'm going to bring it up I mean, now. it's the one he pilots, right? Uh, no, well, haha, <laughs> uh, there's a, oh, no, this is, okay, this is from, uh, one of the, this is, like, one of the card games that did this, but you know how, like, there's the Mikuve, uh, goof that has all the added embellishment? Uh-huh. They did that with a Gan. Oh, sure, okay. That's sure. that's what happened. Was yeah, it just says it just said they put some gold foil over the knees. Congratulations, Makuve, you're an idiot. I mean, look, he would do this. He is, yeah. No, he's an idiot. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. God, his goof is ugly. Also, sorry, I got reminded of it because of this, and it's it like, is. oh god, what an ugly machine. Anyway, all right, next variant to talk about would be the ms15 plus gan ex uh this is from uh jupiter zeus in operate what is uh, jupiter bracket zeus in operation titan uc0083 from record of ms wars 2 illustrated by kazuhisa kondo and in gundam weapons n degree 2 march 1992 there's some cool art in this it is a cool looking design though i'll give it that um, I like that this also kind of has, like, a pseudo-Gelgug Jaeger rifle, by the way. Yeah. It's like a Gelgug Jaeger rifle. In the artwork, it's like a Gelgug Jaeger rifle with a big scope. It's really weird because then someone made a custom model from the magazine there out of the Master Grade, but they only gave it a regular rifle, like a Gelgug rifle, which is boring. It's, like, modified slightly, but that original rifle is really cool. I, I like yeah. the pointy shoulder bits that are kind of, like an early version of the R Jarja uh, on, in the art. Um, it's just a cool-looking machine. It's used by... It's apparently used by Char, so... And it, sure. And it's made <laughs> okay. for being used on, under Jupiter's atmosphere, because Jupiter 
was apparently a hotbed of conflict. I guess there was a Xeon resource base being attacked by the Earth Federation in 0083. Have to all send all of our researchers there to get stupider. Uh, anyway, another fun one. Uh, oh, wait. No. Are we? No. I forget. Our rule was we were going to do all the Oldsmobiles together, right? Oh, the RFs? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we were going to do all the RFs together. Okay, yeah, so we'll we'll ignore this. But do know, there is a RF Yen. Uh, and now, <laughs> for one of the funniest ones, because this one sucks in terms of its design, but I kind of love it also, but I hate it. This is the first time we had actually gotten, like, an official, like, not official official, but, like, MSV. None of these prior designs are from MSV, right? These are all from video games and, like, things that are not... MSV tends to have more of an air of officiality about it because it is... Typically, the art is, like, you know, Okawara doing the art and all that, right? Uh-huh. So, MSVR happens, and we all know how much I love MSVR, and we get the YMS-15E Gan EOS. Oh, this machine. Want to talk about a machine that's like a weird Royal Guard machine? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, so the Gan EOS is a very weird Gan, uh, that is... I, I, I like the wording here on the wiki where it's more suitable for actual combat. <laughs> uh, which is a saying a lot considering the, the, the stuff going on with this, but we'll get to it. So we have a Gan head where we've replaced the spike on top of the head with like a Roman like helmet, like mohawk, kind of. Yeah, kind of tall geesey. Yeah, and it's got like a central camera. Um, they've added like uh, some yellow around the uh, little camera area still flat they haven't like added the indentation like some of those variants had that make it look cool it's still like the doofy gan head it's just got yellow lining around the uh face around uh -huh. where the eye is um the torso it looks like you've pasted on some vents hastily like like the gunpla vents they sell onto this is what that looks like on the chest there uh You've got also a really weird color because this is trying to do, speaking of Tolgis, it kind of looks like it's wearing a coat similar to the Tolgis too. Um, like you've got like, you know, the red coat around and then you've got like the white suit in the middle. That's like the undersuit. I think, I think it works better than the Tolgis 2's colors, but I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, and then like the vents, I guess, would be like buttons would be the idea is why they're yellow. The shoulders are still the round Gan shoulders, but they have added a spike to either shoulder. The arms are otherwise the same. The waist is the same. You know, you have more color on the skirt, but, like, same skirt. The legs, one change, they added additional armor to the thigh on the outer part, which is a little weird. Well, they also added spiked knees. Yeah, and then, yeah, the knees, instead of having the little inset ball, you now have a spike coming out. Uh, still with the same bell bottoms, though, and then you've got boots that end in uh, tall toes elf that are pointing up. Yeah. Little elf shoes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then its weapon is really weird. So it has a shield that is just a shield. There's no weapons at all in the shield. Then you've got the beam bayonet. Yes, uh -huh. we've decided to make this more suitable for for actual combat application. So we've given you a beam, what looks almost like a fucking musket. We're like going off where that trigger is. But instead of it being like, it's like an inverse bayonet, right? Because... The beam sphere is on top on the main shaft of this, and then the beam rifle is strapped underneath it. 
Yeah, it, it is it is a beam spear with a mediocre beam rifle strapped to it. Yeah, it's a lower power, shorter range beam rifle. Like, hold on, Zimad, Zionic, what the fuck were you thinking? You're like, oh yeah, we need to make it more suitable for true combat. And so we gave it a fucking Star Wars weapon. Is what this looks like to me. So listen, I, I'm about to say something harsh, and I, I I want to be proven wrong. Please feel free to write in at 6 Detmar. Um, this machine is in GBO2, in Gun and Battle Operation 2. As far as I can tell, ju- judging purely by experiences I've had, if you pilot the Gundam EOS, you are a moron. Or Gian. Yes, excuse me, the Gian EOS. I've encountered like 12 of these things, and every single time, the pilot has been a complete fucking idiot. They did do some ridiculous things with the way the beam bayonet swings, and I remember it was popular for a small bit of time, and now I have not seen it in like months of playing. <laughs> so... I yeah I don't know. I I like the way it looks. Like especially I think the the GBO two render does it some some favors, making like the I think the color separation looks a little silly on that art and on, on in the GBO two render I like the way it comes across better. Mm-hmm. But yeah, oh I liked it better in the game also is weapon. the thing. It's just this is a design that when it unveiled though I remember seeing it because it was like oh we've got a Gan variant and I was so excited, and then it was this, and I was like it's what. Just, I, I don't understand why it has so much, like, the, I understand, okay, so you look at a spear, like a real world spear, right? And the tip of it is the weapon, and then there's the big long handle, and it's good for reach, and it, you know, you can, you know, there are reasons that handle is so long, and there are reasons why it's just a big long handle, right? Just a big long shaft. But... When you're building a weapon for a mecha, I don't understand why you would do the same thing and not make use of that space. Yeah, also the beam is really small. Yeah. It's like a little beam at the tip of the spear that like generates around the edge. So you've got a small beam weapon at the end of a long stick, and then it has a fucking... as a, Using a rifle as a bayonet. And it, it's a shitty rifle. It's not even a good rifle. This is the period where they have Gelgoogs out there. That's the whole reason they were like, fuck, we should make a Gian that works. And instead they made this. I just don't understand. And like, yeah, I, I like the design as of GBO2. I think it made me appreciate it a bit more. I'm still going to make fun of it, though, because this is a dumb machine. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's not. It's just uh, very silly machine. Uh, obviously, it's a dead end. Uh, though I love seeing that it, apparently someone used it in 0090. Uh, I guess Uma Lightning piloted one, and it had it had a refit with a panoramic cockpit. Uh, f- fucking 0090! What the hell? Why would you be piloting this? That's like post double Zeta era. Come on! I mean, Uma Lightning is what we like to call in the business a moron. So, like Sick all colors on his pilot, machines, though. Vandios I'm gonna pilot. say. Sure, he's got good colors. I'm just saying, he he made me like a like a Gelgoog variant quite a bit. I, I like his Gelgoog a lot. His Gelgoog is cool. Uh, but yeah, no, the fucking piloting a Gan Eos and his Gan. I will say, normally I like his colors the way that they apply it here on the Gan Eos because it doesn't like like when he has his custom like uh Zaku and his custom Gelgoog, he gets to redo the colors. On this, they just shift the red to blue, and that's all they did. And it looks bad. I mean, it looks all right. I don't think it looks all that great. <clears throat> I think it could look a lot better, but it looks all right. 
I don't know. If I it had a the, black I, coat, that would be cooler, like down the middle. Mm, that would that would look better. That's true. Like and then like the black stripes, you instead make those white. I think that could be neat. Anyway, uh, we're still not done quite yet, though. There's still a couple more Gelgoogs to talk about. Gans. Or Gans. Fuck. Ah. Uh, so, uh, from the Blue Destiny, we have Jill Jigra's custom Gan, the YMS 15J. I had not seen this before today. This Gan's pretty sick, actually. God damn it. Alarm. This Gan's pretty cool. I like it a lot, actually. <laughs> it's extremely, it. extremely industrialized. Like the, the, the. It's very square. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the, the, I don't want to say personality because I don't think that's fair. But I think a lot of the eccentricity of the original design has been ironed out into this. Mm -hmm. Does have a big heat lance though, and that's pretty cool. Yeah. You yeah. can't give it a beam lance. I think I just like the head, though it's a very Naoki head because the the slit for where the mono eye is is so thin. And I feel like that's come up on a couple of his designs I've seen. Uh -huh. This feels like a very Naoki design, but I still kind of like it. Um, you have a true blade antenna up there. Yes. Could probably cut someone with that. Yeah. Um. All right. Now we are getting into future things territory. So. Yeah, so spoiler warning time. Yep. And at this point, we're going to be talking about machines from Build Fighters and Build Fighters Try, and they will be machines of some import, so I would consider them spoilery. Uh, please be warned. All right, we've got the YMS 15SS, the Gan Susumu variation. This is used by... Uh, the Gan-wielding brat from the TV show, uh, Gundam Build Fighters. Or I should yep. say web show, actually, because it was not on TV, but anyway. Uh, the only difference on his... Well, two differences, actually. Uh, one, uh, it has a Gelgoog beam rifle, which is kind of fun. It's just, he's just like, fuck it. I'll just give it a Gelgoog beam rifle. There <laughs> it's we go. Kind of feels, it kind of feels like admitting defeat to me, but... <laughs> uh, he also added a, uh... So what he did was add, like, a top wire into the, like, wrapped around the shield so that he can pull on it and it will make the shield spin. Which, Which is, is pointless, but funny. It, it's pretty cool when he does it, though. It is, it is cool. I, I don't think there's any point to doing it, but it is it is. Yeah, cool. I mean, the needle <laughs> missiles are going to be flying into them regardless and not doing... Well, they do some damage. Um... Uh, it does mention here that the head is uh, noticeably narrower. I it, I think that that's less a product of it being actually different and more this is just modern proportions happening. Uh -huh. But yeah. um, this itself is then turned into the Gan Gagan, which is a version of the Gan that now dual wields the missile shields, which I actually think is really fun. Plus, the colors on this thing are kind of wild. Yeah. You've got, like, yellow and brown for the main body. Like, this really cream-like colored yellow or, like, cake yellow almost. And then the shields are silver and purple. And I kind of love it. And it just dual-wields missile shields. And also it has a beam saber still. You've never seen a mobile suit be so proud of its shields. It's very funny. <laughs> I will say this about it. 
It actually does do a number because of all the fucking missiles it fires. Yeah. Like, it actually damages the build strike full package, uh, and actually, like, destroyed one of its arms, uh, and then it gets fucking wrecked in close combat, but... Uh, finally, the final upgrade is the Gan Vulcan. This was a weird one, too, because the Gan Vulcan was... This actually has, like, a model kit for you converting the original Gan high grade into it. And then a little while later, though, like, two years later, or, like, even a year later, is when they did the revive Gan. Because uh. the Gan is one of the oldest high grades, if I remember right. So it's really funny to me that they did this, like, part set of, like, oh, look, you can actually, like, do, like, a little upgrade on a Gan, and that's how you... Because they, they didn't see a point of doing a new one. Only for, literally, in... Uh, let me see when the date was. 2016 is when the Gan Revive came out, and the Gan Vulcan uh, came out in 2014. So, yeah, two I years assume, later. I assume it's not compatible with the Revive. I don't know. I don't know if it is. I'd have to dig into it. Um, I have to imagine not, though, unfortunately, just because of the change in proportions and such. Um, so what the Gan Vulcan does is, uh, well... You've got these cool samurai shoulders that have been added to the shoulders now that each have a beam saber in them. Uh-huh. Uh, you have two shields again, of course. Um, slightly different shield design, I think, uh, looking at it. Yeah, because they have the little the thing hole in the middle. In the middle. Yeah. Um, it, it's, um, it's also got... Uh, oh, it's because they have beam emitters in the middle now. There's a beam blade. Oh right, yes, I forgot. I can use them as yes, I can actually use them as uh, swords now, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah. And then uh, the other major change is the head. Uh, the head actually does what a lot of those Gan variants we were looking at from uh, Giran's Ambition do, which is very funny to me, where it adds like the little, like beefier, you know, like ridge around the uh, the cross on the face. Uh-huh. Uh, which I think is good. And then, finally, it adds a backpack with thrusters and two, like, Vulcans. But, like, actual-ass Vulcans that are big and cool-looking. I mean, they're Gatling guns, but, you know. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. I... I uh I like this design, you know. Like yeah. I think I think like quick impressions. You like you look at it and you're like, oh, it doesn't look that great. It has strapped guns on it. And then as you your eyes sort of focus and you look at the details, you start to notice sort of the love it's been given. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's neat. And you know, I I, I think the model of it's kind of cute. Like, let me find a picture of it. I'm actually curious if I'm gonna look on Schizophonic's website because I'm kind of curious if uh Schizophonic in that he owns like everything uh, a lot of the time uh tried combining it with the uh new one because I'm, I'm curious how that would work like if it would because like the head is just a head swap uh, on like a ball joint so i think that could actually work uh, uh -huh. i just don't know about everything else here we go god also the pod form of it is very funny it, it all the parts can technically work together on their own like the additional parts as the valuable pod is what it is called just a little guy you know shields and stuff that's the old one right yeah that's the old one that's on yeah unfortunate uh i can't find if it works on the new one i don't know i would uh, opt for no though anyway so that's the I line would, i would hope yes what? i would hope yes i would hope yes but uh now of course as we all know in the build fighters sequel series build fighters try 
Uh, we have Kaoruko Sazaki, who is the sister of the other Sazaki. Um, I called them... The problem is I always called the first kid Sazaki, and I know that that's actually their surname. But So they're both just Sazaki to me. They're both the Gan siblings. Um, she is sometimes known as Gyanko, so Gyan girl. Uh, funnily enough, in uh, her original suit is not a Gan. It is an Arjarja, but an Arjarja is a Gan. It's based on it. Anyway. And this uh, is a thing in the show where there's an argument as to whether or not it counts. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's why I had to bring it up. But she actually does use a GAN later on, and it's a pretty fucking cool one in my opinion. The YMS-15KRT-02 Gansalot. This is from the, actually, the the special, I should say, uh, Island Wars, which sucks. I mean, look, I get mad at a lot of post-build fighters, season one things, but... I will say the Gansalot, as a design, is pretty cool. So, you've got a Gan that now has a full-on knight head. Like, it's got, like, the knight visor and everything for the upper half of the head, which I think looks really good. Uh, also should note, if you look at the back of the head, you'll notice a big hole there, because it can have big beam feathers kind of, like, ornament out from it. Mm. Uh, and it's, 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 a, it's not a weapon, it's just, like, a fancy-looking, like, you know, knight crest, but it's cool-looking. It looks like hair, I mean, you know. Yeah, in the show it actually looks like hair. They just make they make it look more feathery on the models because, well... Because, yeah, hair, it is, has to. hair is really hard. <laughs> but yeah, it looks more like hair uh, normally. Uh, and then as you go down the torso, you just got a more detailed torso. You've got, like, little cover areas over the vents. Um, I like the little gold pieces on, like, the outer parts of the upper torso that are, like, you know, on either side. Uh, these shoulders, you've got these beefy, pointy shoulders, which are pretty cool. Uh, they have, like, a gold, like, lining around them, which is nice. Uh, the arms, nothing really too changed. Uh, same with the waist. Uh, the knees are more changed because now they're still, like, got, like, the little embedded surface, but it's more... The, the embedded part is, like, this blue part uh, that is a little, like, taller. And around it, you now have, like, night visors on the knees, and I love the way that looks. Yeah, a lot of this, to me, feels like it is combining the Gyan with a Night Gundam. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Um, the ankle armor, you've got a little bit of gold added around the ankles, uh, which is kind of neat. And then on the backpack, you've got, like, a weird backpack that almost reminds me of, like, an Aura Battler, like the Aura converters on an Aura Battler. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. two little wings uh, almost going back uh, that are swept downward. And then you've got, like, a big propellant tank that's movable in the middle, which is kind of fun that it just has a random propellant tank, cause, just to remind you that it's still a Gundam design. Um... But yeah, uh, this thing's weapon's also a little ridiculous because you've got... It, it, it can use the beam saber from the Gan. And it does have a, uh, a a shield passed down from the Sasaki family, which is just the Gan's shield. Which is funny to me. It also has a lance. But not just uh -huh. a lance. It is a lance that ends with a lance head that is shaped like a Xeon symbol. Which is actually pretty cool looking is the thing, though. That's good. It's good. Um, it also it also has machine guns inside the insignias, so it stabs you and then just shoots the shit out of you. Yeah, which is pretty good. Uh, it also okay. Apparently, it does actually damage to touch the head ornament, which is funny. Okay. I mean, um, I guess it's made of beam. It, it makes is sense. beam, yeah. Um, and then it also mentions here the beam mantle. So what the backpack does on this is. It's shaped like an Aura Converter or something from, like, Aura, but it's not a thruster in the same way that an Aura Converter is. Instead, what it does is uh, it has these cool, like, beam cape 
parts emerge from underneath it. That are just cool beam mantles that uh, can be defensive, because they'll block beams, or offensive. They can actually still slice through things. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. I, I love using beams to sort of replicate like the flowing elements of of you know like cloth in in armor that's really cool mm -hmm. this thing rules um it also has uh as it mentions here the attack divine wrath where the lance basically like the tip opens up and it fires like a lightning bolt basically which is very funny to me that it has a special attack but this sure, is a cool just, unit it's just g gundam but yeah yeah it's a cool unit is the thing i i like this thing a lot it's very cool um, which the toy was less cheese yellow, but I mean, that's going to be a lot of designs with gold on them, honestly. Yeah. Uh, it's actually, oh no, it's even worse, actually. I just looked it is up. It? Uh, yeah, here. Uh, look at the shoulders. Oh no. Oh no. It's, uh, it's stickers. Uh, well, okay. You know what? Gundam you can paint those, though. Yeah, well, but the spear looks so bad. The cheese spear is, here's the thing. The spear still has all the angles it needs, though, so I imagine if you painted that gold while you were painting the rest of this, it would probably look good. But it needs some color separation. Yeah. That's true. Y you would need to do some work to make this look pretty good, I think, actually. Yeah, yeah. All right. It's a shame. Well, uh, and I'm trying to look. I think this covers everything we're going to talk about this episode with the GAN. Mm -hmm. uh, we talked about the Zuda, right? In a prior episode? Yeah, we did. I, did we? Did we? I can't remember I, th I feel like we were going to do the Zuda on its own thing, and we haven't rolled it, I think. Um, pull it up. Pull it up. I just can't remember. I The problem is, sometimes I just talk with you about mobile suits, and then my brain thinks that that was an episode when we were just talking after a show or something. Yeah, we haven't talked about the Zuda on here. Okay, never mind then. I was going to bring up that part of the legs from this are used on a design, but uh, like a later MSV, mm -hmm. but... All right. Yeah, we'll talk about the Zuda one of these days. We've, yeah. we've got it on the list, so. Yeah, of course. All right. Uh, I just doing any last minute checks just in case. Uh, but I think we covered everything that you would want to know about the Yan. So six, where can people find you on the internet? Welcome back, everyone. You're just in time for the end of the episode. We have a question from a listener, our very first. If you would like to send one yourself, please feel free to DM at 6detmar, S-A-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R, on Twitter. DMs are open with any questions you have. Um, and please enjoy the little caboose of this episode. They can't yet, because we have one more thing. This is not your oh. fault. You didn't forget anything. Okay. This is just a thing that, that we're going to do. Um, so... We are now accepting questions. Uh, if you want to send oh, questions, yeah. you should send them to at 6 on Twitter, S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. And our first question comes in for, from uh, Grant, who's been on the show before. Uh, oh, we actually you, got Grant. questions. Cool. Yay. Uh, okay. What mech design would you like to see run through the fun Thunderbolt filter or turned AOZ style? Doesn't need to be UC or even Gundam for that matter. Ooh. Okay, I'm... So for, for Thunderbolt, what design would be improved by having 17 shields on it? I mean, you know me. I would say all designs are improved by adding <laughs> extra shields. Uh, though that also applies to AOZification. I have to do both because it would <laughs> be true. cheating for me 
<laughs> fucking Aeosification where I have a Mark II slowly transform into a Hazel. <laughs> it's like Picks up a shield off the ground after dropping its Gundam shield. It's like the Bibbification picture, but God, I'm so mad you know, thinking about that. You know, the Gyan would be alright Thunderbolt style. Ooh, I wonder if that's a thing. I need to look it up. Hold on. Um... Because, like, you know, having some some of those okay. shields on subarms. Yeah, no, they've never done a Thunderbolt-style Gyan. Oh, no! The, uh, no, this is a spin-off manga of it, I believe. Damn. Yeah, this is a... I think this is from a spin-off, not the actual Thunderbolt. I can't tell, though. Uh, I also found some fan and stuff. I found the, the, the fan-drawn uh, Gyan 2. It looks cool. Has yeah, like a, has here... like a, a tall, co tall collar. It looks nice. Uh, I don't know what's going on in Thunderbolt. All I know is the second image here is getting to me. Oh, these yeah, these are side image. story. These are, I think, the uh, the ones that are not actually by Odagaki. Right, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna think about that. I'm just gonna put that out of my mind. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with this. Anyway. I, I guess I'll have to link it in the show notes, but it's just like all these, you know, it's like a ball and like a, a gun tank, like torso and like a Zaku head mounted on various construction machines. And it's, I don't know. What all right. So to see something turn into a Thunderbolt design. So what I think would be fun. See, I want to go for something ridiculous, because here's the thing, right? Thunderbolt already makes things that are within it, like, they tend to go ridiculous, right? Uh-huh. Um, so I think seeing... Uh, I'm thinking. I want to think of something in the Zeta or Double Zeta era is the thing, because here's the problem is, once you hit, like, late UC, I could see them doing stuff with, like, the the, the normalized designs that are in, um like, uh, Shars Counterattack, right? Like... They, they wouldn't be as exciting because those designs are already normalized. Like a Thunderbolt Jigen is not, does not seem exciting to me. Um, okay. I had an idea just now that I, I really like, it would be hard. Like, I, listen, if someone, if someone were to draw this, it would be very difficult to render this, I think, but mm -hmm. it is the Alex because I love the Alex, right? Uh huh. It's with Chabam armor. Okay. But then when it comes time to purge the armor, you realize that the chub armor is just all on subarms and just lifts off and becomes shields. That Oh, okay. That's pretty good. I like that. Like just all these, like, like all the little segments just like are held up, like apart from the suit. Um, okay. That, that could be pretty cool. Um, you know, I kind of would want to see, this is a weirdly personal one. I would want to see what Odagaki would do with a design like either the Gabura Tetra, just because it's mm. such a clean design, but it still like has like a lot of fancy things associated with it, like because you know it's a very fast design. It has like that purgeable pack that I'd want to see what ridiculousness he would do to it, um, especially like with it being a Gundam underneath, because I could see also him doing something ridiculous where it's like actually like 1.5 times larger than a mobile suit because the Gundam is still inside of it and then it has like the armor over it or something. Uh-huh. Because that's just the kind of thing I think he would do. Um, Another really weird one I think that could be fun. I want to see how he would do the uh the Victory 2 Assault Buster. <laughs> I want to see because the v V2 Assault Buster, I mean it's a little bit complicated, but it's mostly still a clean combination overall because it has to be animated and stuff. 
Um, I want to see him wreck that. I want to see him make it into this, just whatever the fuck he does with it. I want to see him touch things that are not one-year war era machines. Basically, I want to see him touch weird stuff. Now, I want to. I want to see his. I want to see his wing zero endless waltz. <laughs> I was about to say. Now, I will. I'll, I'll also pick one non-UC thing because I was actually gonna say the wing zero EW because I was like, I want to see what he would do with that. Uh, you already beat me to it, so now I have to think. <laughs> I just what want to see. I just want to see it with seven wings. <laughs> it would just be. It would be. Yeah. Um. Another thunderbolt thing that I think could be interesting, and it's really weird. Uh, I would want to see what he does with an IBO design. Mm. Because those are all ground based anyway. Like a lot of the time, in terms of like how their overall design looks. So I'd uh-huh. want to see how he does like a ground graze. I want to see like what he what changes he does for something that's stuck on the ground instead of being in space. Huh. Um. Now, for AOZification, uh, just because I'm going to answer all of this, I know the, the it said either or, but I'm having fun with this. Um, yeah. I want to see an AOZification of the Luna tank. You know, the, the what? The, oh, the Luna tank. Uh, oh, the G87 Luna tank. Uh, let me uh, pull it up for you, or you could look it up. If... Oh, yeah, I Googled it. Oh, oh right, this I want to see the the AOZ <laughs> Zification. I want to see a Rezion version of it that is used by Marzion. I want to see how they refit this machine. You're a bad person. Here's the thing. <laughs> They've done all kinds of weird stuff. They made a they Here's the thing. It doesn't have to make it more complex because let's not forget they also have that Dove and Wolf variant, the Rebin Wolf, where they actually simplified something in AOZ instead. You know. Mhm. But yeah, I think I think that they could do something fun with that. Okay, so this is going to be a weird one, right? So I don't, I I I can answer something AOZ'd. I actually want to give a just give a design to Kenki Fujioka, uh huh. Not necessarily AOZ. Well, yes, that's what my thought would be too. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, the Chozo power suit. Okay, see what he does with... Okay. You know what? I want to see what he does with that. Yeah. Yeah? Uh, oh, you know what? Last one, too. I want to see Kenki Fujioka uh, do a Dunbine. I want to see him do it. Just any Ara Battler. I want to see him make uh-huh. an Ara Battler. Just give him all the reference images necessary. Give him all the stuff from Ara Phantasm, etc. I want to see him make an Ara Battler. Because he's so tech-minded that I'm curious what he would do with having to make a bug robot. Which I, I say I, that, but then again, I think about his meta rot designs, and his meta rot designs are pretty silly. Um, so, but I've yeah. just decided. I, I unfortunately, uh, Kenki, I've decided what I want you to do exactly. You don't get to. You don't get to come up with your own answer. You need to give me uh, by Monday. I need you to give me a uh, Chozo battlesuit gigantic mode. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it needs to be a Psycho <laughs> Gundam version. Of- <laughs> God, that'd be fun. All right. Um, do we have any more questions? I'm glad we got a uh, question. So, so far, that's it. That's the first person to take us up on it. Please feel free to send us any questions, comments. You know, what, what you can tell, we'll have fun with it. It's just fun to talk about robots. Yeah. No, I I enjoy this. Um, uh, you know, uh, well, maybe put like a timestamp for the question because my brain's just like, wait a minute. What if we have to? Uh, what if someone wants to just go to the question? Mm-hmm. just to hear the answer so maybe we'll do that or something in the future or we'll you know we're figuring it out we're feeling it out we haven't done questions before so 
That's yeah. fun, though. That was fun. Fuck. Yeah, send him more questions, y'all. <laughs> I like thinking uh, about robots, because I'm already thinking about robots, but then now it's like someone makes me think about robots in a way that, like, I don't know. I just... Now I have now I feel even more valid about thinking about robots. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So if you want to send those questions, you send them into at six Detmar on Twitter. S i x d e t t m a r. You can at me, or also my DMs are open, so anyone can just DM me. Um, this is not a problem. Um, also you can find my work at scanlinemedia.com or patreoncom media. Dylan, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at lowpolyrobot on twitter.com. Um, yeah. And uh, for a quote this time, uh, I'm not going to like seamlessly slide this in um, because this one's one I wanted to to use from. I've talked a lot about the uh, the Gundam Mahjong game that I love a lot. Right. Mm -hmm. Of course, uh, Makave's in that. He's playable. And uh, everyone has lines for when they hit super. And often they are famous lines they have, but slightly modified in order to, uh, you know. All right. I'm betting I already know what this is, but. Let's go for it. Xeon can play for another 10 years. A uh, fucking course. Of course. <laughs> anyway. Peace. Amuro, Amuro, Furimukanai de Uchu no Kanatani Kagayaku Hoshiwa. Amuro, Amuro, Omae no Umareta. ふるさとだ覚えているかい少年の日のことを温かいぬくもりの中で目覚めた朝をアムロ振り向くなアムロ男は涙を見せぬもの見せぬものただ明日へと明日へと永遠